Hello and welcome to another episode of What of Us Cool, the show where we talk about anything and everything that is cool in a world today. I am the family disappointment, Daniel Paul Crow, and on this episode, I have a sit-down interview with Adrenaline Pro Wrestling star, Adam Crow. We talk about his humble beginnings in a world of professional wrestling and address the elephant in the room, are we actually related? So sit back, relax, and enjoy Humping is Life with Adam Crow. Now we got an elephant in the room that we need to address. Now... Are we actually related? Because we also obviously have the, the same last name, but I don't see the resemblance. So, there's something I've always been wanting to tell you. Okay. Tell you specifically. Yeah. Your your parents, are they still together? Oh, they're both no longer here, unfortunately. I'm very sorry to hear, hear that, but a long, long time ago, I may have come across a... Uh, Someone you're related to, maybe your auntie, maybe your grandmother. I've been around a long, longer than you know, young man. All right. And they decided when they had a child without a father, they decided to give that child their father's last name. And that father, that child is a descendant of yours. And they named them after me. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that then. I'm also a time traveler. Okay. Fair enough. Weird one we've had on. What if it's cool? That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why I always say I'm not related to you. Um, so you. Know, so you think. I can't even keep a straight face on that. <laughs> uh, Adam, um, firstly, again, thank you so much for being part of our show um, and thank you for being a good sport for just going with that um, with that joke there. I wanted to firstly uh, get to know you um, because you are one of the stars who I absolutely love to see. Like from the first uh, time I saw you, which I believe was, I can't remember which breakout, it might have been breakout 26 or something like that. Um Automatically, you came out with your mirror, and I went, what the hell's going on with this guy? And I thought, you know, okay, just a standard heel. Uh, but you just immediately just caught my my attention, and I just, just absolutely think you're fantastic. I want to know, firstly, how did you get into the industry? Uh, it, started, it started a long time ago, uh, going back about, about 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just, just a young chap uh, my, my older brother was uh, quite interested in, in the industry himself, uh, very, very interested. He was, in fact, about uh, 14, 15 years of age, and he took it upon himself to get involved in any capacity. So he, he grabbed a camera or he picked up a few chairs or he, he was willing to do anything. And he, um, he had a bit of a personality about himself. So uh, he eventually became a manager in the industry. And as a young kid, I watched that, got to, lo- got to know a lot of um to know a lot of the a lot of the wrestlers uh, to this day so a lot, a lot of people have known guys like mad dog vixen uh chris law uh, joel bayman a lot of those guys i met a lot when they were a lot younger uh now they're just um it's it's amazing how far how how good they they've gotten and i already thought they were really good then they were blowing my mind when i was a kid yeah. now i'm um, sharing the locker room with a lot of these guys and I'm, I'm seeing them come back bloody beaten and the crowd is cheering or booing them accordingly they're still doing their thing about Fifteen years later. Wow. Um, so just watching through the through the grapevines, um, eventually he moved to South Australia, and um, when I was about eighteen, I, I moved along as well. And 
when he was there, he was also involved with the wrestling scene. And um, about that time when we joined, it was about 2013. Mm -hmm. He, we just went to a wrestling, uh, wrestling event, event uh, called Snake Fit, and uh, now, now known as a uh, PWSA. Okay. Um, yeah. They, uh, they were running an event, and at the time he hadn't been involved with them for about a year at that stage. And as soon yeah. as he watched it, he. I don't know. I think he just uh, he just got a niche. So he just really needed the scratch. He's like, oh, he, well, these guys didn't have the quality that we could put together. Rah, rah, rah. He really he really felt invested about it. I thought it was an awesome show personally. And he's like, you and I could do it better. And I just I looked at him and I was like, well, why don't we? Well, why don't we jump in there? Yeah. Um. So he got back into managing, and uh, he was about he was managing about six guys. I think he was a really really overheel manager. Um. Uh, when I joined, uh, when I joined, I was about. Three months after training, I was training four nights a week, about a minimum of three hours each each session. Um, after uh, and after that, when when I jumped on the on the main roster, he was half managing me from time to time as well. So that was wow. that was something that was really really cool. Uh, we did a um, we did a, a rookie event, speci specifically like a rookie show. And coincidentally, um, they, they didn't need a manager for that show, so he was uh, he decided to be the refer a referee on that show and. My very first match against, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, Big Michael Weaver. Do you know um, Michael he Weaver? Was, he was, uh, I was wrestling Michael Weaver in my very first match, and my older brother was the referee, and all he was doing uh, was um, was making fun of me, saying, ah, he's kicking your ass. <laughs> so uh, if I'm honest, I've got a lot of, um, I've got a lot of my older brother to thank. He's sort of turned it into a family business for us over time. Wow. But uh, I was going to ask this later on, but obviously your debut was with Michael Weaver. Um how stiff for some of those shots with Michael? I think to this day, um, February twenty third, twenty fourteen, uh, was that was that first match. To this day, I could still I could still feel the room spin. <laughs> he, he, yeah, some some of those uh, some people say you never forget your first. I'll never forget the first time we ever hit me. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I've I've seen some footage. I've never seen Michael live, but I have seen some footage, and I have heard through a lot of people that uh, that we do know in the industry, and um, those are pretty uh, stiff, uh, stiff shots. Almost to the uh, I can't remember who said this to me. It may have been um, oh, I can't remember who it was now. Off the top of my head, but I remember they said it was just on par. This the, the, some of the chops he did uh, was on the par with uh, Walter as well. Would you agree with that? Um, oh, I, I, I didn't think it'd be. I've heard. Personally, tried one of uh, one of Walter or Gunther's uh, chops in this case, but um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want we want Weaver's chops. We, he was, we've always known him as a notorious chopper. Um, a fun little, fun little tale for you. Um, uh, there was a day I was uh, I was actually fighting Weaver at, at APW's. Um, I believe my APW uh, main main show debut back in 2019, I believe. Um, and I was teaming with um with the Magic Man. Um. And he he wanted to he he was trying to tell me like oh I've heard about uh, Weaver's um about Weaver's uh, shots you know he was like oh I heard he's got a, a metal rod in his arm I'm like oh I, I believe that's true um and he goes oh I hope he chops me instead of hits me and I just looked what? square in the eye yeah I looked the square in the eye it could just I I I think the thought process that went through his head is like I don't want to be hit with a metal rod I'm like I think he would rather be hit with a metal rod in this scenario. <laughs> Oh my God! Why so would you it, ever want to do that? So, if you want a comparison to like what you like, how hard you think his chops are, I'd rather take I'd rather take the metal rod in his arm than the chops on his from his hands. 
I'm just really shocked that someone would say, oh, I want to get chopped. Uh, I, I've been chopped before um, and it's not fun. I've seen was- that and I just, I can't even imagine. I, 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 not even, not even, even on my worst enemy, I would never say, no, I want, I want you to get chopped. No freaking way I want to do that. Oh, scary thought. Oh, um, but you've come, you've come from uh, South Australia, now based in Melbourne. What is some of the biggest difference between South Australian fans um, and the Victorian fans? Um, it's it's actually quite fascinating the difference between them. So, um, South Australian fans, are, I'm not sure if you've ever experienced the, I, I guess from my experience from South Australian fans, because I didn't get to experience all the all the events in South Australia. Hopefully, mm. one day I get to do. I get to do so, like um, like Wrestle Rampage and RCW and ACW. Or there's a lot of good talent there. Um, but um, from from my experience, a lot of those got uh, a lot of those um fans were really invested in your character. Mm. So they 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 almost bled 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 true following the story of what what was happening with you whether it was months apart or, or the very next week. So that was that was really fun. And it didn't didn't matter about the action. They they just they just rocked up. If you botched, they would like if you hit the hit the floor near enough to the cra- uh to the floor, they'd look at you and be like, "Are you okay?" So they they had they were they were more worried about you than they, they were concerned about giving you a hard time. They 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 were really invested in you from what from what I found. Yeah. Um, the, the Melbourne fans are they're an interesting variety. They they don't so much give you a hard time, but like, well, some of them do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a really unique part. That some of some of them have found uh, from from my experience because uh, in Melbourne I've got to work with a few different places, thankfully. And, you know, fingers crossed. I'm going to be working with a few more. Mm. For example, I was uh, I was in Horsham um, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. And um, uh, the, the fans there are they they were they were an interesting variety. We we want to see character. We also want to see fight back. We you know we, we you know and I I really enjoyed that they were I really enjoyed that they were sort of um, almost closer to a bit of a WWE kind of uh, kind of fan. Whereas uh, whereas a lot of Melbourne fans can almost be closer to an indie kind of fan. Okay, very interesting. Just from just from my experience, you know. So like sometimes you get a little more creative chance out of the out of the fans closer to the metropolitan area, mm. whereas a little further you get out, you know, they they keep it basic, like you suck or you you're ugly. <laughs> well, who who had the worst taunts? Was it uh, is it definitely Victoria or was it uh, uh, over there in South Australia? In South Australia, they were they were pretty open to if you if you had suggestions, and I remember over time like um. You know, because I was a bit of a bit of a mark boy myself. I wanted to see them say uh, say things I wanted to hear as well. Yeah. So at one point, um, especially there was a, there was a time in in one's life you wouldn't believe it. It's a good guy. All right, and I, oh, I, I decided right. to eat. the South Australian fans. They just they just tickled me in the right ways. All right, and. There was a time when I just I really didn't like the other person, but I wanted them to chant my name as well. And mm. all all the fans, you know, especially when CM, CM Punk got the fan, uh, chan, uh, fans going, um, let's uh, let's go Cena, CM Punk. I was like, let's go Adam, f this guy. Okay. <laughs> you know, right. and, and they just like wildfire. They caught on it really quickly. So it was that was that was actually a really cool thing about the South Australian fans. You know, if you if you started if you started clapping uh, with, with your song, that was something they would do. But it wouldn't it wouldn't stop the first time. They would start doing it every time. Um, if you if you put together a name that they really liked, they would they would start chanting it on the spot, and they would never they wouldn't let it go. So it was um, yeah, that's what I meant by that sort of investment. Like they, if they, if you sort of said like, hey, you should start caring about this, they're going, all right, we're in. Yeah. 
Sounds like the South Australia is the place to be when if you want to be wrestling, just get the get a crowd over. That that just sounds like a more fun environment. No offense to the uh, wrestling fans here in Victoria, but it just from what you're telling me there, I just like, I want to be in that crowd. I want I want to cheer cheer like no tomorrow. But we don't get we don't get that uh, much here in, in Victoria. Um, no, you, you do. That's the that's the funny thing, and that's where you say like, oh, you, I look like another another heel, but because I sort of came in with that with that, you know, this is how I'm, I deal with crowds. I find it funnily enough that like it's um I found it more I guess maybe through my teacher, um Johnny Raddick. He was a very he was a very interesting character. So I, I I take a lot of I take a lot of inspiration from him. But when when I sort of use a little bit of his class in my work, I find people sort of catch on a little bit more. I remember I worked uh, an event in Supernova and I was just you know doing my uh, my own thing. I months. Uh, that was um patterned to look uh, look like a sleeping unicorn, and I loved it. And for for whatever reason, even though I, I am who I am, the dreamboat, a lot of people came up to me. Can I get a photo with you? This is a lot of fun. I had um I had the I had the merchant at um at one of the stalls come up to me. He goes, I really like your character, and he came up to me and gave me um a foam barbed wire uh, bat from um Walking Dead. I never wow. seen Walking Dead. He to me. I was like. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah. I like you now, man. That's 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 so, pretty cool. So I I, I find that it wasn't so much I guess the, uh, it's the not so much the crowd, but sort of sort of how sort of how you you know you utilize yourself, and I I guess Mel, uh, the Melbourne crowd is a little bit different to to what I bring to, especially to what I was taught in South Australia and what they're used to. Yeah. Wow. And that's that's what I love about the Melbourne crowd. They they bring they bring they're almost a different beast to me. They're like, oh, I can you know if I if I can mount this and and ride this and enjoy this ride, that this is going to be something else. Like um, I really thought it was a fun roller coaster ride putting putting everyone through uh, that event. Um, did you see you the uh, most recent event? Uh, yeah, I was there. Yeah, did you see you? Uh, uh, you see after I uh, fought Valido. Mm. The kind of reactions we were, we were able to elicit from the crowd, especially when I got to play that beautiful prank on a lot of you, but making you think Josh Redfield was really going to be there. But then, you know, he's he decided to be there. Yeah. Which is really disappointing because a lot of the fun. But the roller coaster ride. Well, you guys seem to enjoy it. I was a bit disappointed with that fact, but I was really I was really happy with how disappointed all of you were to begin with. Yeah, and the fact that we can offer that kind of stuff here, you know, like uh, in, in my experience, I haven't gotten to see a, a great deal of that so far in the Melbourne scene, which still, still tells me there's a lot to be done and a lot that the crowd's probably going to be looking forward to, yeah. especially moving forward. Well, what what prompted you to go from South Australia to come to Melbourne? Um, so as I was explaining earlier with um with my older brother, I never explained that I was actually born here in Melbourne. Oh, um, nice. I was born in the in the, the northwestern suburb of Cuz. Oh, um, mate, mate, southeastern boy right here, mate. But at the same time, I was born in northeast too, so I can't really say say much on that one. But I, I represent well, the southeast. Well, maybe we have a lot more. Maybe we are related in some far <laughs> ancestral ancestral way because that's that's exactly the kind of move I've made. Because mm. uh, I was I was living I was born and raised in in um. In the northwestern suburbs in Gladstone Park, I can never forget Gladdy and Brody. Um, but then um, after I moved back from South Australia, I moved back to that area and just didn't feel like it was me. So I've been living in the southeast ever since. I moved to the Dan, uh, moved to Dandenong, and, uh, then I moved to Springvale, and I just most recently, like literally this weekend, um, moved to moved to. Oh right, okay. 
Good area. So, yeah, no, I'm officially southeastern. Yep. Um, absolutely love it on this side of town. Um, my northwestern brothers, I'm sorry, but get over here. It's way better. You know where the beach is, right? You know Broadies on that side of town? Yeah. Yeah, but no, but, get, but getting back to your question. Um, yeah. I, moved, I moved to South Australia about end of 2013, and it was uh, just, I think, the very first Friday I was living there. That's when we suggested this, uh, going to see check out a wrestling show. But yeah. that was just the first week living in South Australia. So I, I finished out um, finished out year 12 uh, in 2013, so I was quite literally 18. Um, and then um, about, about four and a half years, five years later, about 2018, something just hit me, and I just went, you know, I've got to go home. Um Won almost every championship I could at PWSA except the except the big one, so who knows what, uh, if that chance will ever come? But still proud of everything I got to do there. Um, got the got the work a lot, a lot of really good good workers as well there as well before before I finished up in 2018. Guys like Asset Hayes, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Hader, yeah, um, Michael Weaver. Uh, uh, could never forget Weaver. Um, Johnny Radical. Oh, I, I, I can't believe I put him at the end there. And there's there's many many more who will probably upset me that I'm not gonna, that I haven't got a chance to uh, mention them. And a lot of a lot of interstaters that came in and out of that place because we worked weekly events. Yep. So that those four and a half years, I felt a lot longer than four and a half years. I think I got about five hundred matches worth of experience. In that Holy, time. Sh- that's a lot of matches for for so little time. Yeah, and it was it was incredible. It was we were running events. Um. It was weekly, and then we moved to three times a fortnight. So it was Friday, Sunday, and then the alternating Saturday, and then you know rinse and repeat. And that was uh, like that over and over. But so a lot of that kind of played into effect when because I was working every single one of those events. I, yeah, I can't stand not working an event if I can help it. Mm. Um, I love getting out there and just you know messing someone up. Um, just my thing. I'll do it weekly. I'll do it daily. Do it. <laughs> nightly if i need to um but after that it did did start to wear me thin doing it many years in a row mm-hmm. um so it felt like it was time to come home after having a bit of a what i thought was uh, an incredible run for four and a half years straight working weekly 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 and fortnightly often often as, as anyone as, as often as anyone could ask for it was a blessing um and the experience you get from it as well so after that moved to moved back to Broadmeadows and started um connecting with uh, APW because um at the time uh I was getting along, getting along quite well and go go far back with uh, Xavier Black oh okay right yeah, yeah so, so was he was he, so was he doing shows with you over there was he yeah he was coming he was coming now and it was uh, we were either fighting each other or fighting together we'd pick pick one and I was doing the we were doing the same thing I'd come to Melbourne and we were either fighting each other or fighting uh, fighting together so mm. it was um it was a fun little back and forth we got and got a lot of respect for each other so when I moved over he said hey you should um should check out APW all right and the first thing I did is uh, I came to APW breakout and I um I called out Jason Crash well it was Cooking a sausage sizzle, and he just looked at me and said, "Yeah, normally um, normally I'd uh, cook up a storm, but at the moment, he just lifted his tongue, cooking up a cooking up a sausage." I just got that picture in my head of him holding it up. Oh my gosh, <laughs> wearing the apron and everything. Oh really? Oh my <laughs> god. That would be that. Now that would be a sight to see. If if uh, eventually when we get Jason on here, I, I have to get him to dress up like that when he. Um, definitely when we eventually interview him on there. Um, how did you come up with the Dreamboat uh, character itself? Stretching a little bit into reality here. Mm. It was, um, I was, when I was in South Australia, I was, 
I was Mr. Awesome Adam Crow. I, I took a bit of pride in that name. And it was like, people were like, why, what is, what do you need? What do you mean by that name? And I took it in a literal way that like, I, I feel like I could literally do anything you ask me to in the ring. Yeah. Um, that's, that seems pretty awesome to me. So I would really try to make a point of really mixing my character, doing a, a variety of absolutely different things. And I, I really tried to make sure, I, like, if I was doing something, like, more than once, it was part of my moveset every week. You know what I mean? Like, I was, if I was going to do something, I would try to make it unique, I'd try to make it different, and try to, try to have a lot of fun with it as well. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people can sense that one way or another. Whether you're a wrestling fan, um, my partner, she's, she's not a wrestling fan at all. But when she sees me doing, doing goofy shit in, in a way that I'm enjoying it, even if no one else can see me enjoying it, she could, she could see. Yeah, a lot of fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I was I'm losing losing sight of the question. That's okay. <laughs> you get it, like you 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 basically it's it's you dialed up the dial up to my eleven. Point, yeah. So my, my point was um so that I started off Mr. Awesome by trying trying to do something different, something creative every week, and then until someone came up to me, he was um. He was someone who was actually running uh, GCW out in Geelong, Gold Class Wrestling. Hmm. Um, and he said, like, you got a, you got a face about you, mate. We should put a mirror. We should give you a mirror. And I just looked him square in the eye and I said, are you calling me handsome? And it just started a beautiful relationship between him and I because from, from there, like, I, I put that mirror in front of myself and I was you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it if you you know if you didn't see me work for so many years but i i don't i barely look in the mirror like most mornings mm. um so that when when that mirror was put in front of me i was like i am kind of good looking i don't know a bit of that jawline i've got something yeah and my teeth are actually straight and i've had braces okay you know, maybe he's got a point about something so that was, that was something that i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take uh i'm gonna i'm gonna run with that yeah i'm gonna uh, i told him yeah i'll, I'll run off that mirror yeah roll with it baby go for it <laughs> yeah, the very first event he ran with him, I, it was it was, it was honest. If I'm honest, I didn't pick my name. He just advertised me, the Dreamboat Adam Crow. I just said, "Yeah, I am dreamy." What? Uh, I just no you know, you some, sometimes someone gives you, sometimes so, sometimes you're standing in the middle of the field, someone gives you the ball, mm. and you don't look back. You run. You just just go kick the goal. Get as far as you can kick as far as you can and that was what it, that was what it was like i was handed this ball and i'm still the i've kicked i've kicked it i don't i think it's still yet to land i'm not sure if it's even hit its maximum height yet uh definitely hasn't so, so that's that's where that's where that came came to came to light and I, I'll, if i'm honest with you i've always been a bit of you know someone who just absolutely loves loves to be mean to people like it, just looking someone square in the eye when they say you, you you're not good looking i go well are you looking in the mirror because i am and i'm not seeing someone who's not good looking you know so and oh i gave it to the i i could i loved giving it to the fans in the crowd who gave me that kfc box you know how hard i try to work to get a kfc sponsorship kfc <laughs> kfc is still yet to the diamond and those fans, they gave me KFC box with no KFC in it. After the show, I berated them. And they're like, why, why are you doing this? And I looked them square in the eye. It's a lot of fun. And then got really upset and, uh, and told her off for, uh, for asking that question. Speaking of KFC, how is the endo- uh, you, you trying to get endorsed by KFC? Any, any responses yet? They check out my stories from time to time. But no, but no answer. No, they they haven't said. Oh, look, 
your your gaining popularity. Let, let's give you let's give you a free box of KFC just to, just for shouting us out. I don't want a free box of KFC. I want hashtag unlimited free chicken. Is that so hard to ask? I'll walk around. I'll walk around with the KFC logo wide across my crotch if I have to. Because that's where everyone's looking anyway. It's a perfect billboard. <laughs> I've never seen a better billboard than my crotch. I would I'd be very willing to do that if it meant I'd get unlimited free chicken. And you know what? To make up for the for the generosity of giving that unlimited free chicken, I will go around to the crowd and deem whoever is worthy a free piece of popcorn chicken. Each and every one of you that I deem worthy. Boom. Right in your hands. How good would that be? KFC, you if you're listening, you need to give this man a, a a not only just a sponsorship, not only free chicken. Oh, f- it. Just give him the whole company. He he deserves it. Name Colonel Sanders. Is he even still alive? Colonel Crow Sanders. I smell money with with that idea. We could I put smell- that on a T-shirt. Sell we sell chicken. millions, man. Hmm? I smell chicken. <laughs> Oh my god, the, the the merchandise sales are just oh just oozing just from that from that little idea, Adam. We can make a lot of money on this, I reckon. We, mm. yeah, we. Oh, you're part of the family. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of because you you because you, you, you're saying that um, you know, you're a time traveler and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, where's my pocket money? Your great 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 grandmother wants you to know. I look after her. All right. <laughs> um, you hump a lot. I've noticed in when we're when we're doing our um vlogcasts and doing the editing. Um, That's in fact how I travel through time. If <laughs> I hump hard enough, I can break the space time continuum. That is how I met your great 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 grandmother. But going back to your question, sorry. Yeah, but I just I just got this really bad image in my head of you up and you just oh it's just like a, have you ever seen Flashpoint the um the DC animated uh you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just you go too fast and you and then you turn grey that that's that just came into my head oh my god um <laughs> no I hump through time time does time doesn't hump through me. <laughs> Um, what is with the humping? Because when we're doing the um, the editing, the the consistent thing I see whenever we're in, um, doing the um, editing of your matches is that you hump not only on the way to the uh, ring, halfway through the uh, the match, and then at the end you'll go and complete humpful into it. What is it about the humping that you love, and why are you doing it too much? First of all, where I hail from. Mm-hmm. Is the first example of that. Like I like you have like I hail from everyone's mother's fantasies and everyone's girlfriend's bedrooms. Like you do not understand like how much cardio I have to maintain at all times to make sure that like when I go home, everyone's satisfied. Mm. Like, you, like if I'm not humping almost every second of the day, I will I will lose my physique, I will not be able to hump the people I care about. And if I can't hump the ring, if I can't hump the ring post, if I can't hump the air around the ring, then I might not be able to hump the things I care about anymore. Like my couch when I watch TV. Like my like my 
like my bedside table when I put on my socks, like my microwave when I cook my burritos. That's why I hump. And if I'm honest with you, the whole humping thing, it started the first time I put the mirror in front of my face. You just, just a gyrating thing. And I went from being, from hailing from, from, from Glaston Park to hailing from everyone's mother's fantasies and everybody's girlfriend's bedrooms. Wow. I didn't realize that humping um, meant the world to you. I just, wasn't expecting that at all. It's a, I don't just I don't just get paid to hump. Humping is a lifestyle. Humping is life. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, we're we're nearly out of time, and um, oh god, it's it's been a fun interview. We've been going on back and forth, back and forth, whether it be comedy or whether it being serious, and I'm I'm loving this. Um, we have to have you again, uh, to do a proper serious one and and not go on tangents that we have. Uh, but we've got to ask the staple question here: What if it's cool? What is something that you find cool that nobody else does? Like just in general. Just in general, because like uh, I, I can, there was something that you posted yes, I think it was yesterday, and I went, oh my god, if he finds that cool, I, I, I'm, I'm all down for him. You posted a photo with you playing you because was that with your cat? That was my dog. I was, uh, oh, that was your I, dog. I've got a Japanese Spitz, and um, he's he's the most beautiful thing on earth, and I I, I just find um, I just find people's like people and animals like behavior is just very fascinating that's like uh, that's something i think is cool just the way people react to things and I, that's why i love being a bit of a weirdo i probably started this interview instinctively being a bit of a weirdo just just to see how you'd react to me yeah. um but uh I, being a weirdo myself i was just sitting there i was going for my Yu-Gi-Oh cards i do do love Yu-Gi-Oh. it's a very nostalgia feeling mm-hmm. and um i was uh, i've got the you know the old classics exodia um and they're, they're tournament legal as well the, and the egyptian god cards as well yeah. i just thought it'd be really funny as he was sitting there he was trying to walk all over my cards i'm like oh do you want to play so i put some cards in his hand and uh, he eventually like he was scuffing them around and he put together exodia in those pieces so i slapped them together and took a photo wow so you need to, you need to film stuff me. like that film something like that put it out there think of think of the, the amount of views you get hey maybe even Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know who makes it, who does who makes the game, but um, maybe they give you endorsement as well. Maybe I, you're talking you're talking real life fantasies here. Um, but Wait, no, I'm not, I'm, I am not talking fantasies. I'm to, I'm talking money. We need to get you this endorsement. That's for sure. You know what? If anyone ever asks related, mm. tell them yes. All right. Tell them we'll yes. Put, we'll put we'll put that now on on every uh, vlogcast and every everything we put of yours that we are related. I'll just I'll just say you're my great 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 super great uh, uncle. We'll do that way. Grandfather, but yes. Oh no 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 no. We'll put, we'll put super. We'll put awesome. Make it that way. See, mm. we are related. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and um, uh, just lastly, where can all our listeners and viewers uh, find you on all your socials? Um, Instagram, uh, Adam, Adam Crow Pro Wrestler or PW. Um, you can find me, uh, Adam Crow on Facebook. Uh, if you ever, if you ever decide to see if you could just give, give it a crack and find me anywhere, Adam Crow with an E wrestling in Google in YouTube, you will find me pop up. You will see this beautiful face pop up on some. On some thumbnails, you're going to be like, yes, click. Hold on, let me unzip my pants. Click, 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 click. <laughs> and I hope you enjoy every second 
that I can offer you of my 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 talent, my abilities, um, my my strumminess, um, anything I can offer you as an entertainer. I hope you enjoy it. From Amen. my hips to my toes to my head to my crotch. And with that being said, Adam Crow, thank you so much for being part of our show. Can't wait to see you um, at the next event, which I believe. What is it? Is it uh, VPW you're at, or is it um, the, the next uh, uh, APW show? I've already forgotten. Um, we uh, we've we've got a couple, in fact. So uh, the next uh, the next VPW event is fe- February 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, I've heard through the grapevines that um that Jack Wilder wants me to wants you know wants wants to be done with me. He feels like he's he's done it. I, I'm 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 not done with him, man. I'm I'm coming up with different ways to. To solve the Jake Wilder problem, I'm, I'll promise you that. Mm. Um, so February 18th, VPW, keep an eye out on that. Um, but February 25th, uh, someone is invading my home, my kingdom, because I am the king of APW. And apparently, Sammy Guevara, who I don't know if anyone knows personally, mm. I've been saying from the very start, he he ran away after he kicked the crap out of Zane Zodiac. And you know what? After I pointed out that fact, I kicked the crap out of Zane Zodiac. And Zane Zodiac, ever since then, has been not the same. Mm. Just just saying, you should be thanking your king, your true breakout champion. And you know what, Sammy Guevara? I hope you step to my throne. Because the Gladiator Championship would look pretty good on me too. In fact, every championship at APW would look good on me, but the breakout championship looks best. Any final words for Sammy Guevara? Since he, he, might, he might be listening to this, you never know. Don't step to the throne. There are plenty of plenty of other peasants you can you can step to. You stay away from the breakout championship, and we're good. No issues. February 25th, I'll be there in the middle of that ring if I can help it. February 25th, come praise your king, APW, Adrenaline Pro Wrestling. And on February 25th, we will also see you there and we'll be doing a vlogcast there. Adam Crow, thank you so much for being part of What Up at School. We'll see you then on the 25th. Take care, great, 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 grandson. Thanks, buddy. That's the end of that episode. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Want more from What Up at School? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel where you can find the latest episodes of Mukbanging Around, Reaction, and of course, a vlogcast. And don't forget to follow us on all our socials. We can be found at What If It's Cool. Keep that support coming. And until next time, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.